the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. We're excited to broadcast live from the Minnesota Catholic Home Education Conference on Saturday, June 1st at the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul, Minnesota. From 9 to 1, hear conference speakers and vendors share their knowledge on topics including homeschooling curriculum, living a liturgical life, minimalism for homeschooling families, how homeschooling fosters creativity, avoiding college debt, and so much more. Listen on the radio, online, on our app, and on Google and Amazon devices on Saturday, June 1st from 9 to 1 at the Minnesota Catholic Home Education Conference. This is Father Brian Cuiava of the Diocese of Crookston. One of my favorite things in the entire world is spending time in adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. You know, Jesus gives himself to us in his body and his blood in the Holy Eucharist. And it's such a gift for him to be like living in our midst in a very special and unique way. He's with us in the Holy Eucharist where he gives us his body and his blood, not only for us to consume and at Holy Mass and Holy Communion, but also so that we can go to him periodically throughout the day, periodically throughout the week, throughout the months, uh, whatever it is, to spend time with him, just to simply adore him, to offer our prayers to him, to offer our suffering, to talk to him about our joys and, and our struggles, to just simply be with him. So I just really want to encourage you to, to find a church where the Blessed Sacrament is found and to spend some time there just to adore Jesus and simply be with him and to rest with him in silence. Real Presence Radio is now on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, OK, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM 970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use words like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, now on Google Assistant devices. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Chris Euler. And you're listening to Real Presence Live, and we're coming back for the second hour of our show this morning. If you missed the first hour, it was a really good hour, really great straight talk. Interesting guests. If you wanted to hear that first hour, it will be posted later today on yourcatholicradiostation.com. So be sure to check that out. Or if you haven't yet downloaded our app, you can access some of our podcasts through the app on Real Presence Radio. So definitely worth checking out. So Chris, how was the first hour? I, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I got to admit, yeah. It's, it's really not like working. No, it's just hanging out, talking. I Chatting. like talking. 
chatting and talking. Chatting, talking, and talking. I know. And this, is, and this is Chris's first time hosting with me, and we're hoping to make it a permanent thing. I'd love to make it a permanent thing. That's a lot of fun. I Get some representation from Aberdeen. Oh, yes. <laughs> so we're broadcasting this morning from Aberdeen, <laughs> South Dakota, and it's a beautiful morning up here. Heard there's a little rain down in the uh, Sioux Falls area, but... Nice up in the Fargo area, so hopefully oh, yeah. some of the farmers are getting seed in. I hope so. I hope so. I Needed so. to dry out a little bit more, I think, but yeah. we're getting closer. Yeah. Well, let's move on. Chelsea Hartman is our next guest. Good morning, Chelsea. Good morning. Thank you for being with us. Today we're going to talk with you about camp recreation, or is it mm-hmm. recreation? Uh, recreation, yeah. Recreation. All okay. Right. I read that as the wrong way. So what is Camp Recreation? Um, camp <laughs> is a Christian summer camp. Um, it's held in Richardson, North Dakota. And what we have, we have two um, sessions each summer, um, and they each last one week. Um, and what we do is we rent a camp for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And so we have campers that sign up. And we uh, pair them with counselors, which are uh, teenager or young adult uh, volunteers. Uh, Basically, they're paired with a camper to be a friend for a week. And uh, they do various activities. Um, Some of them, some of the activities we have include uh, music performances, magicians, petting zoo, scavenger hunts. Um, We do swimming when the weather uh, cooperates. And then we also have a big banquet that we hold at the end of the week which is uh, just very fancy supper, and we decorate the gym mm. kind of like a prom. Um, we also have um, some classes uh, throughout the week. We have religion class, art class, games, and music. And so uh, camp's ultimate goal is to build bridges of understanding and friendship. But uh, basically it's like you just get to meet a new friend and just hang out for the week. So it's a lot of fun. Well, that's a lot of fun. How old are the, are the kids? Um, well, we have, uh, most um, who we have are adults. Uh, camp started in um, 1975 in Richardson, um, and so uh, we have some that have been coming for years. Um, so we start at age um, 8 and then go up from there. So we do have some um, younger people. We have some people in their 30s, um, and then we have some people that are in their 50s and 60s as well for our campers. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. That is really yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. So how did you first get involved? Um, it started, uh, when I was in high school, uh, we had to have service hours for my religion class at Trinity High School, and, um, we just needed a couple hours, and I had previously helped out with Special Olympics, so I felt like this was kind of right up my alley, and so, Mm -hmm. you know, I started there as a counselor, and then through college, I was doing volunteer, you know, here and there for the various activities. They always, you know, are looking for extra volunteers, um, and then, uh, 13 years later, I'm a board member and one of the directors so it's it's definitely been a been a great experience for me wonderful so you've been doing it for a while now what are what are some of your favorite memories of serving in this capacity um i i don't know if i can pinpoint specific experiences but mm-hmm. um i love seeing everyone year after year like i said this camp has been going on for a while and so um, to see the campers year after year, to see the joy that they have in their heart when, you know, you talk about camp. Um, some of the campers I see when I'm around town in Bismarck or even in Dickinson, 
And the first thing they say is, are you coming to camp? Are you coming to camp? Because it's what I think they look forward to every year. And um, on our first day when we greet the campers, just the hugs and the, the mm-hmm. pure love and joy that they have. Um, you know, they're leaving their home for a week, but it's like they're, you know, coming to their other home, you know, to their other family, which is camp. It's what just that camp family feel that we have. Well, and how important is it for them to come and experience this? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I mean, just just even, um, you know, running into, I, like I said, I run into mm-hmm. some campers in the community or through some Special Olympics, Olympics events and things like that. But it's just great, the bonds that you create there, too. And, you know, it's year after year after year, and they remember you. And it's knowing it's one of their, you know, most treasured times within their year is, you know, it's great being a part of that. Absolutely. Well, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Real Presence Live. We're talking with Chelsea Hartman, um, and she is uh, running a camp that's called Camp Recreation. Um, what is the biggest blessing of that you've received by uh, working with the camp? Um, camp has really um, changed my life. Um, it basically helped lead me to my career that I'm in right now. Um, I'm currently a special education teacher in Dickinson, and um, I just finished up, you know, my seventh year, and I just don't know if I would have come to this uh, career if it wasn't for my experiences, um, you know, with camp. Um, I really think that camp helped me find um, my my career, my calling, um, and helped me be able to embrace, you know, those God-given talents that I've been given. Um, so it's really helped kind of define my life and my future and how I can help others um, and share with the community. Um, it's also taught me patience, taught me mm-hmm. kindness and understanding. And I think, too, one of the big things, it, it helped me really value and appreciate, you know, all life. And I, I think when people volunteer, when they help out or in, in, in any profession um, with people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, you know, you go into it and think, oh, I'm going to teach and help them with this, this, and this. But, you know, in turn, they teach you so much about life. And, um, you know, the friendships, like I've been talking about, those those connections you have with people, um, they're really, really special. And I, I'm, I'm so thankful for the camp. And, and it's led a lot of people to their careers, um, you know, their career paths and all of that. But I just, I owe, you know, my, my, my life and my career, you know, to camp recreation, which I don't know what I would do without. So it's definitely been a big blessing for me. Sounds like it. Sounds Absolutely. So how many kids are, or campers go to this? So I'm trying um, to get an idea of how many volunteers you must need. Yep. Um, well, we have, uh, like I said, two sessions. They each last a, a short of a week. And so uh, we accept about 35 campers each week. And so um, we have uh, some campers that stay the night. We basically transform a high school into uh, summer camp. And so, um, you know, we bring in different cots and bedding, things like that. And then we um, take over some of the classrooms and we turn them into, you know, our own classrooms. Um, But we try to do a one-on-one camper counselor um, as best we can, uh, those matchups. But we know if we don't have enough uh, counselor volunteers that sometimes we have to double up, which we don't like to do, but if we don't have enough volunteers, um, that's what we have to do. But um, then we have different volunteers 
that, um, you know, help out. Um, we have uh, night nurses that are staffed that, you know, are there to assist if anyone needs anything during the night. Um, setting up and taking down things, uh, cleaning up areas, um, and then also joining in and just having fun and experience, you know, with the campers and everything, too. All right. Well, and if they don't have experience, um, do they need experience um, if nope, they wanted to nope. volunteer? Nope. Uh, we're accepting of, you know, anyone who has, uh, like I said, there's weeks at a time, but if there's mm-hmm. one day or if there's a couple hours that you can uh, volunteer your time, we'll gladly accept and have people jump in. Um, we have our uh, board of directors. Uh, a lot of us are there throughout the week, so we definitely can help out where needed and help, um, you know, give duties and assignments, things like that. Um, but but uh, it's not um, it's not needed to have all that experience um, in the background, too, because for our volunteers, um, we suggest coming a day early. That's why our volunteer um, days are a little bit different than our camper days because we go through an orientation and we go through um, different procedures for things and answer questions. And also we do the pair-ups with campers and counselors. So then we give more information about the campers and how you can make that week as successful for the campers as they can be. Wonderful. So you talked a lot about um, things that the campers are doing every day. Can you just walk us through an average day? Okay. Um, So uh, we have uh, Monday uh, through Thursday. That's our our camp week with our campers. And so um, in the morning, we start out with uh, morning prayer. Um, We do flag raising in the morning. Then we have breakfast. Um, and then we typically have, um, we, we separate our campers and counselors into four groups. And so then we basically assign the group to the certain activity and kind of flip-flop. Um, so on a typical day, we start off with having classes, um, whether it's one, uh, two groups go to a religion class and the other two groups go to a music class and then they switch. Um, and then we have uh, different people that come um, from around the state to, um, like I believe the first day we're having a music, uh, uh, magician come in. And so then everyone, you know, gets in the gym and we do that activity and then have lunch. And then after that, um, you know, we just have our next classes. Um, and then in the evening we usually have more of our, you know, a carnival planned or we have um, different um, music people come in. Uh, We're also heading out to Badlands Ministries for a portion of one of our days this year to do some activities in Medora. So that's really fun and connecting with nature and doing some crafts and activities there as well. Fun. Well, we're running out of time this morning. Can you uh, tell us the different camper sessions that you're having this year? Okay. Um, Our first session um, is uh, June um, 9th through June 13th, and that's for volunteers. Um, For the campers, it's June 10th through the 13th. And then our second session is Sunday the 16th um, to Friday the 21st for our volunteers. And we have an extra day there because we do a counselor appreciation night where we do a a fun activity, which is a thank you to all of our volunteers. And then the campers, it's the 17th through the 20th. Okay. So if people are interested in volunteering, how do they find out more information? Um, They can call our phone number, uh, 701 974-3774, or they could visit our website at www.camprecreationnd.com, and then we also have a Facebook page as well. Okay. And then is there a cost to the campers? 
Um, for the camp, the campers that attend, we're full for this year. We usually oh, fill up um, quite a bit. Yeah, so for campers, so usually like in the beginning of the year, um, that's when we start getting some of our information out too. Um, so right now we're just currently looking for the volunteers, but um, okay. all our prices and everything are on our sites as well. Wonderful. Well, any last thoughts before we head out? Um, if you are feeling, you know, that um, feeling in your heart that this is something that, you know, oh, possibly it's something I might want to do, I encourage you just to come stop in. We do have our schedule uh, for our days on our uh, website. And so um, everything we have is open to the community. So if it's anything you wanted just to see and experience, to decide if you wanted to volunteer, I just encourage you um, to, to come or if you have um, kids that are of the high school or early college age to volunteer, I would just really recommend that um, you you go to the camp and you leave with your heart full. And I just think it's an experience that everyone just needs to needs to go to. <laughs> Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck on this year's uh, camp sessions. Thank you very much. Hey, right. Thanks, Chelsea. Thanks. All right. Thank you. And that sounds like a lot of fun. It does sound like a lot of fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful events that are going on. So uh, thank you to Chelsea uh, for being on with us this morning. It's CampRecreationNorthDakota.com. If you wanted to check out their website, it's CampRecreationND.com. Time to take a 10-minute tour around our listening area with local events. But later in the show, we'll hear more about what it means to be a good teacher. More on Real Presence Live when we come back. Thank you. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. I've heard people speak about the difference once they've started to listen to Catholic Radio. Mm-hmm. And it's that presence of, of a positive voice and really a voice that speaks the truth that comes from God throughout your day. It really does make a difference. You know, sometimes you don't know how much you need it until you happen to turn on the radio and hear just the thing that's for you, you know, the message that that God has for you that day. And so I think I would say that not just the difference in in individuals, but even a difference in the same person from, you know, from before they listened to now or to that moment when they tune in just the right time. I think it's important for all of us to step up personally and the, the term we hear a lot is sacrificial giving. Just a little bit, that act of, of giving that support really is, is our participation in the body of Christ. And, and uh, things like uh, Real Presence Radio are, are what keep the, the life and the connection to the gospel within our daily lives, and that's so important. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. We're excited to broadcast live from the Minnesota Catholic Home Education Conference on Saturday, June 1st at the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul, Minnesota. From 9 to 1, hear conference speakers and vendors share their knowledge on topics including homeschooling curriculum, living a liturgical life, minimalism for homeschooling families, how homeschooling fosters creativity, avoiding college debt, and so much more. Listen on the radio, online, on our app, and on Google and Amazon devices on Saturday, 
June 1st from 9 to 1 at the Minnesota Catholic Home Education Conference. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A and B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. Good morning, I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Chris Euler. Thank you for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting to you live from Sacred Heart Parish in Aberdeen, South Dakota. Chris Euler is my co-host. First time you've probably been hearing him on the air. Mm-hmm. It's going well. And that sign, oh, that means it's time for our 10-minute tour. Oh, buckle up. Buckle up. We're heading over. And Bridget is our first guest this morning. Bridget, tell us about your event. Our event is a morning of reflection for the Seven Sisters Apostolate, which was started in 2011 out of St. Paul, Minnesota. And the mission of the Apostolate is to get one woman to pray one holy hour for one priest each day of the week. So I commit to to praying for our pastor, Father Jim, and I have six other women that commit to doing the other days of the week. And we zero in on our particular priest or bishop, and we started as seven women that started seven groups in the St. Paul area, and it's now almost a thousand groups worldwide. We got our first wow. group in Africa, actually, a couple of weeks ago. That is absolutely amazing. So when does this start? It started in, uh, Mrs. Howe, Jeanette Howe started it in um, 2011 in St. Paul, but the first groups got going in uh, the summer of 2012. So it's not even seven years old, but it's growing leaps and bounds. That is amazing. How can people find out more information on it? They could go to the website, which is the Seven Sisters Apostolate.org. And let me just pull that up here on my computer. I'm sitting here right now. Um, and all the information is there. It is uh, very well laid out. There's booklets that explain um, what the apostolate is about. You can download. You can uh, contact uh, Jeanette Howe, the, who, who is the founder of the um, Seven Sisters Apostolate. And our event on Saturday morning. Uh, will include Jeanette Howe speaking about the origins and the history and the mission of the Apostolate. And then we'll also have Father Jim Staracinich, who's the pastor of St. Joseph's Parish in Owatonna, speaking Wonderful. on 
Mary, and then Bishop Quinn is joining us for a couple hours and over lunch. So it'll be a wonderful morning of prayer and camaraderie with fellow sisters. And you don't have to be a seven sister to uh, attend the event. Um, we are opening it up to all women of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, because uh, we're trying to really get it kick-started here. Wonderful. Uh, it's going well in lots of other states, but we have a lot of priests that still need coverage here in uh, our diocese. Okay. Well, thank right. you so thank much, you. Bridget, and good luck on your event. Sounds like a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. All right, yeah, we're moving right al- We're going to move right along to St. John Paul II. It's a golf tournament in Gillette, Wyoming. St. John Paul II will be hosting a golf tournament on Friday, July 19th at the Bell Knob Golf Course in Gillette, Wyoming. Registration is at 7 a.m. with a shotgun start at 8 a.m. It'll be a four-person best ball scramble with each team paying $600, which includes the cart, lunch, and flag prizes. The tournament is limited to 36 teams and 100% of the net proceeds go towards the general operating expenses for the school. For more information, you can call 307-686-4114. Again, that's the St. John Paul II Golf Tournament in Gillette, Wyoming on July 19th at the Bell Knob Golf Course. The phone number is 307-686-4114. All right, now moving to Rochester, Minnesota, we've got Carazio Latte at the St. James Coffee Shop in Rochester. So they invite you to come out to Carazio Latte starting on Thursday evening, June 6th. And they'll begin with Mass at 6.30, followed by some conversation in Carazio. And what this is, is an apostolate for Catholic healthcare professionals so they can humanize and recover the sacredness of their profession. Seek to bring Christ's healing love and to their patients and coworkers and to allow Christ's love to flow through themselves to others. Healthcare professionals, experience the love of Christ in your life with opportunities to pray together and grow together. Visit CaratioApostolate.com for more information. Once again, this is Caratio Latte in Rochester, Minnesota, Thursday evening, June 6th at 6.30 p.m. in St. James Coffee Shop. All right, we're going to move on to Mitchell, South Dakota. Would you like a great reason to golf and to help a worthy cause? It must be golf season. Join the golf scramble benefiting all Catholic education in Mitchell, South Dakota on Friday, June 7th at Lakeview Golf Course. Shotgun start is at 1230. There's four-person teams. They'll compete for flight and pin prizes. Flight and pin prizes. You can tell I don't play golf. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, there will be free food afterwards. I play that, though. I do, too. <laughs> to register, contact Renee Lebrun at John Paul II School to register by calling 605-996-2365 or emailing Renee Lebrun, L-E-B-R-U-N, at k12sd.us. All ages and all skill levels are welcome to join in the fun. All right. Moving on to the 2019 Beloved Women's Conference. I'm so, glad you're reading this one. I know. I mean, <laughs> I'm putting a plug in for something I can't even go to. So, but I kind of wish I could after reading who's going to be there. So, women who are daughters, women who are sisters and friends, 
women who are others, grandmothers, and wives, it's time to celebrate who you are. The Beloved Women's Conference will be held in the Sioux Falls Convention Center on June 15th for a Catholic Women's Conference with special guests Jennifer Fulweiler and Barbara Hale. Take a day to rest and be renewed by inspiring talks and joyful community. You can register today at sfcatholic.org. Once again, this is the 2019 Beloved Women's Conference featuring Jennifer Fulweiler and Barbara Hale. And it's going to take place on June 15th at the Sioux Falls Convention Center. So, women well, of our diocese, come on out. Absolutely. And Dr. Bergwald is is the leader of this. Oh, okay. So there you go. We just had Dr. Bergwald Absolutely. On. So there you go. Okay, we're moving right along. There is a homeschooling conference. We're going to be broadcasting live. Real Presence Radio will be live from the Minnesota Catholic Home Education Conference and Curriculum Fair on Saturday, June 1st. That's coming up in just a few days. And it's going to be at the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul, Minnesota. From 9 to 1, tune in to hear the conference speakers and vendors share their knowledge on topics including homeschooling curriculum, living a liturgical life, minimalism for homeschooling families, how becoming homeschooled fosters creativity and independence, avoiding college debt, and more. Listen on the radio, online, or on our app, and Google, oh, we ha- we're on Google and Amazon devices all across the network. Again, that's this Saturday from 9 to 1 p.m. live on Real Presence Radio. All right, and now we're heading over to Dickinson, North Dakota, where the St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Dickinson is hosting their Pine Room Supper. So St. Joseph's Church will be serving supper on Saturday, June 1st from 4.30 to 7 p.m. in the Pine Room. Here's the menu. I'm about to be very hungry. (laughs) We have meatballs and gravy, chicken, bacon, Alfredo casserole, mashed potatoes and gravy, California blend vegetables, buns, and dessert. Adults and youth are $10, and those 5 and under are free. The proceeds go to the Pine Room Renovation Project. So please join the folks at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Dickinson, North Dakota, on Saturday, June 1st at 4.30 p.m. All right, sounds like a really good... uh, So that's to... It's in the Pine Room Supper. Right. And it's to support the Pine Room. To support it. So they must be renovating the Pine Room. They are, yeah. That's. Uh, <laughs> I've, uh, I know Father Keith Streifel, the pastor there. There we go. All right. Well, that wraps up our 10-minute tour. Uh, we feature this every Real Presence Live. If you'd like to have your event featured on this 10-minute tour, please give Brandon a call at 877-795-0122, and we'd be very happy to feature it. Okay, coming up next, Jerry Hilfer shares about the goodness of being a teacher and later hear how one teacher's students went out to put their talents... Oh, we already had that one. We already did have that (laughs) one. We did that one. I haven't changed that yet. It's all right. But stay tuned, folks. Lots of great things coming up right here on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. We're excited to broadcast live from the Minnesota Catholic Home Education Conference on Saturday, June 1st at the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul, Minnesota. From 9 to 1, hear conference speakers and vendors share their knowledge on topics including homeschooling curriculum, living a liturgical life, minimalism for homeschooling families, how homeschooling fosters creativity, avoiding college debt, and so much more. Listen on the radio, online, on our app, and on Google and Amazon devices on Saturday, June 1st from 9 to 1 at the Minnesota Catholic Home Education Conference. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A and B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live. Good morning and welcome back. This is Heather Caro. And Chris Euler. Thank you for joining us on Real Presence Live. It's been a wonderful morning so far. And we're going to keep that trend moving along. Jerry Hilfer is now joining us on the line. Jerry, good morning. Good morning. So, tell us about yourself. You are a principal. Tell us about where you're at. I am. I'm in International Falls, Minnesota, um, up on the Canadian border, and I've uh, I've been in education my whole life, um, and I'm I'm kind of seasoned. I uh, I started teaching in 1975, and I've been in elementary and parochial schools in Duluth and in Cloquet and here in International Falls, and I've taught all grades K through six, and then I became an elementary uh, principal in the year 2000 to 2012. And I retired in 2012, and then this last mm. fall, I was asked if I would like to come and be principal at St. Thomas School. And so I decided to come out of retirement, and I said, I'll do it on a year-to-year basis, so we'll see how it goes. So I had a good year this year, and I'm coming back next year. So what grade What grade levels is St. Thomas Aquinas? St. Thomas is a pre-K through sixth grade school. Okay, so you were retired for quite a few years. 
I was. I was. Yeah. So you must have been doing something right if they came and sought yeah. you out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or they were they were desperate. They couldn't find anybody else. Who no. knows? You know. But no, it worked out. No, it worked out really really well. And I uh, and it, and you know I, I I kept my finger in it. I I was volunteering in the classrooms when I when I did retire. So I always kind of liked doing that. So so hmm. I've been around. So what brought you into uh, the career of education? How did you first get started? Well, you know, when I, when I was a freshman in college, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And I took an introduction to education course at my freshman year, and that teacher turned me on, just inspired me. Um, he, he just had this whole sense that, you know, you could save the world, you know. Um, he helped us believe in ourselves and that we could really make a difference. And that just kind of rung true to me. And he, he was kind of irreverent and kind of counterculture back in the 70s kind of thing. And that just kind of fired me up and made me decide I want to become a teacher. And for me, it was just my way of being uh, uh, an excellent way for me to be of service because that was something I always wanted to do. Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, so in your experience in education uh, as a teacher and now as a principal, uh, what do you find makes someone a good teacher? It's really basic. The first thing is, you know, they kind of like young people. And I've, I've seen some teachers um, who were really, really good at, um, uh, they knew their subject area and that kind of stuff. But this one teacher, I think back, and every time there was a party or something like that, they, they were sick or something. At you, And I realized that they didn't like the kids that much, you know, and you, you really have to enjoy kids Aww. or it's a hard job, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, that's the first thing is you really got to like young people. You have to be enthusiastic about your content, about your subject area. You have to make it exciting for kids because they don't always find it that way. And I think the third thing is you just really have to be competent. Um, mm. You must be seen as an expert in your area by your students and by the families, by parents. You know, they have to see you as being competent. So that's, that's what makes good teachers for me. All right. Well, and in this day and age, we talk a lot about how uh, students learn different. We And we've learned that as adults, we also learn differently. We have our own way of learning. Um, how does a good teacher deal with that wide range of different learning styles? It's hard work. Okay, and sometimes it's impossible. I mean, if you, when you think about it, it's really hard. Yeah. But I think the first thing is it's really with good instruction. And what you do is you, a teacher who's able to make the material come alive for students and is able to capture their imagination. So if you can mm-hmm. find a way to do that. Another one is giving students options. You have to mm-hmm. encourage them to take ownership of their own learning. And sometimes that means giving up control and letting them, letting them take the initiative. And then I think, and also I just think you have to realize it's hard work. It's not easily achieved. And sometimes it's momentarily, you know. I mean, oh, we had a really good lesson, and then you try something, and mm-hmm. it doesn't always work, and you've got to keep going at it. But you keep mm-hmm. that as a goal, you know. And then I think the last thing is it's just it's developing relationships. You have to be encouraging and caring and respectful. And at the same time, you have to provide guidance and discipline and a sense of limits and consequences. I think those those are important things. And, you know, that's what works. But, you know, you're not always successful, but you just you keep have that as a goal. You know, you got to keep working at it. Well, and I find it interesting as I'm listening to Jerry talk about this is, you know, you're talking about how teachers can uh, work around the students and whatnot, but it, 
I can, as a parent, I'm listening to this and I'm taking some of this in as a parent. When your student comes home from school with this homework and you're like, okay, how do I motivate them? How do I keep them engaged? And all the things you're saying can work for us parents too. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, and you know, sometimes what you have to do is you have to be flexible and you have to, um, if, if one, one rule or set of procedures doesn't work, try something else, you know, be, modify them and find a, way, find a way to compromise without compromising yourself. You know, just, just what is that middle ground? What is that we want to achieve? And sometimes you have to let go of those, those things that you think are so important. And in the end, maybe they're not. Maybe, maybe you've got to find that middle ground, you know, so you've got to be willing to do that. I love that. Well, and to, and to keep in mind that maybe your different children don't learn the same. <laughs> right. Exactly. And what, what motivates one will not necessarily motivate the other. And what interests one doesn't interest the other. So just you just have to encourage them to pursue those things, you know. Well, we only have one minute left. Um, what advice would you give to somebody who's thinking about becoming a teacher? I think it's very rewarding, but it's hard work. Okay, and um, you have to have energy, and you have to have a sense of service, and uh, you have to be a person who's positive. You're, you have to be kind of a your cup's half full kind of person, and um, and I think if you're if you the more diverse people you have around you, the more successful you will be, and so you have to be open to that kind of diversity. So that's that, that's how I see it. And also a sense of humor. You know, you got to be able to laugh <laughs> yeah. at yourself and laugh at the you know laugh at the situation. Yeah. You know? No kidding. Well, thank you so much, Jerry, and I'm glad that you're back as the principal, and I hope that your next year will be a good one, too. Hey, thank you for calling me. I enjoyed this. I have, too. I've learned a lot already in just these few minutes. All right. Hey, you guys have a good day, all right? You, too. Thank you, Jerry. Well, that was interesting. We can all learn a lot from that. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Keep notes for your child who's I young. will. I'm keeping <laughs> notes for that in my classroom, too, to be teaching. So. No kidding. Well, thanks, Jerry, for being on with us and talking about the beauty and goodness of being a teacher. Uh, coming up, you won't want to miss the beauty of praying for those who have given their lives in the line of duty. Stay tuned to Real Presence Live. We're going to have Monsignor Donahue up next. We'll be right back. Engaging and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Real Presence Radio is now on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, OK, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM 970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use words like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, now on Google Assistant devices.
France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries, set out to explore this history on the Saints and Sanctuaries of Catholic France pilgrimage, October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with spiritual director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Labouret Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Therese of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com slash register. Trip number 166594. I remember Fulton Sheen saying that uh, he would say something like, there might be thousands or hundreds of thousands of people that claim to be anti-Catholic in the United States, but the fact is there's probably four or five of them. Yeah. Because people are anti what they think are is Catholic. Exactly. There's a, they take it from a misunderstanding of the faith. And this is, you know, is a great segue to, to help uh, support Catholic Radio because you know it's EWTN Radio, it's Real Presence Radio that gives us the accurate teaching of the church. There's yep. so much misinformation out there that this is one of those great medias that we have in our local area that gives us the truth, the teaching. Not what people say is the church's teaching, but the real church's teaching. It's edifying to hear how real presence affects your lives in a very practical way. And there are tens of thousands of other couples in our listening area that have their own story about how Real Presence Radio affects them in in a very positive light. And we all have stories about how Real Presence Radio has uh, affected our lives in practical ways, in theological ways, in spiritual ways. It's such a gift. We're excited to broadcast live from the Minnesota Catholic Home Education Conference on Saturday, June 1st at the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul, Minnesota. From 9 to 1, hear conference speakers and vendors share their knowledge on topics including homeschooling curriculum, living a liturgical life, minimalism for homeschooling families, how homeschooling fosters creativity, avoiding college debt, and so much more. Listen on the radio, online, on our app, and on Google and Amazon devices on Saturday, June 1st from 9 to 1 at the Minnesota Catholic Home Education Conference. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning. Thank you for joining us on Real Presence Live. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Chris Euler. And we're broadcasting this morning from Aberdeen, South Dakota, where the sun is shining. Mm-hmm. Beautiful day. Absolutely. All right, well, we're going to continue on this morning with our last guest, Monsignor Brian Donahue. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Monsignor. Well, thanks for being on the air with us today. We, we really like uh, appreciate having you on, especially in light, absolutely, especially in light of uh, your military service and then also what we just had on Monday, mm-hmm. um, Memorial Day. So um, before we keep moving through, and we know you're in the military. Can you give us a background of your military service? Yes. Uh, I grew up in family. There's seven boys and three girls, and I had three brothers in, in Vietnam. Wow. My dad mm. was in World War II, so I had some ex- exposure to that. Sure. I had a desire to get into the military. The first I could really move toward it was after as a priest. And about three years after, February 2nd, 1987, I was commissioned a chaplain in the Army. And most of my time was with the North Dakota Army National Guard, 20 years with that, and about seven and a half years active duty. Um, and different places where I've worked with the Guard or with active duty, uh, Honduras in 89 and Germany during the first Gulf War, I lived there. Um, OIF-3, Iraq, I was there 2005. And then uh, the last tour was at the U.S. Military Academy at West Point, 2008 to 2015. Wow. And then I retired, retired. 
and the bishop said, no, you aren't. Come back to North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had another plan, I guess. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> thank you for your service for sure, Monsignor. We definitely appreciate it. And um, I know the troops that you served, I'm sure, appreciated so much that spiritual guidance that you offered to them. Mm-hmm. And so just another question we keep rolling. With Memorial Day uh, in our in our rear view and the 4th of July coming mm-hmm. up here, what kind of significance do those days hold for you? Well, the the 4th of July, of course, is that is the birthday of this country. That's our, our day of freedom, really, you could say, that uh, when when we became our own. And it's, uh, it's, it's just a big celebration of the, of the United States and our existence and uh, and how, it, how all that came about. And, of course, Memorial Day is uh, remembering all those who gave their lives so that we have this freedom, and that's something we, every day we need to think about. That uh, anything we do in this country, you know, like down in Aberdeen, any farmers when they till that soil or pick up that soil, it, it, when you think about who fought and died so that you could do that, mm-hmm. absolutely, it's a big thing to think about. And right. if there's no when a farmer was out in the field, there's no landmines out there because yeah. people have given their lives to make sure that doesn't happen in our country. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. I was. I had an opportunity to go uh, this Monday to the North Dakota Veterans Cemetery and uh, visit my grandparents out there and some uh, great uncles. And that memory is so cherished for so many people, um, especially as that the the golden generation. Those folks in World War II are, yeah. are 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 coming to the end of their life, most of them. And so um, it's a beautiful opportunity for us to remember the freedom we have. Yeah, and that's a beautiful cemetery they built there. It really is, yeah. It's very nice, beautiful view of the river, and um, mm-hmm. it's crazy how, how, how fast it grows. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. <coughs> yeah. yeah. All right, and so another quick question here, too. So as you remember those that gave their lives, what are some ways that mm-hmm. you uh, can advise us to pray for those who have fallen in the line of duty? Well, for those who have fallen in line of duty, of course, to keep them in our prayers and in, in our Catholic faith, that they're either moved completely into the glory of heaven or are on their way there, and that they're on the way once they leave this life and are just being purified, our prayers can go greatly to help that. And I've seen that, I've actually seen that happen in different ways, uh, and how powerful our prayers are for those who are on their journey home to the kingdom. And uh, in Memorial Day, also praying for families. Uh, I was just preaching on it this Saturday evening, and I come to discover that a, uh, a a mother was not from here, but was at the service and and listened. And she she had a, a son or daughter that it was a son that had passed uh, been killed in the army, mm. and so and that never ends for, for those, especially spouses and parents uh, that that loss. Uh, just like any child, but in, in a special way, of course, it happened during combat that they lost someone. So, all that we want to keep in prayer, and and, and so that, and that those who have died, that that they're, no matter who they are, the place for which they are reposed, that that place is taken care of. Absolutely, yeah. Thank you, and we want to thank you all for tuning into Real Presence Live. We're here with Monsignor Brian Dinahue of the Diocese of Fargo, who is a uh, former military chaplain. Uh, and he's sharing some of his experiences with us. Mm-hmm. So, Monsignor, as you uh, were commissioned to be a chaplain, 
what what did that look like? So you were mm-hmm. ordained well, in priesthood, yeah. and then you had mm-hmm. to enlist in the military. So mm-hmm. you kind of show sure, right. what, what was that process like? Well, it was uh, you know I, first I, I wanted to go uh, active duty uh, first at the Air Force. I was in major seminary, and the bishop at the time, Dr. Bishop Driscoll, said I had to wait till I got ordained. Uh, and then when I got ordained, it took, still took a while under the next bishop, and finally we agreed I would go in the Army Guard. But it was interesting, during, in 19, oh gosh, it was 79, 80, I remember out in Maryland, the seminary, having a vivid dream that I was, was a chaplain, but not in the Air Force, I was in the Army, and I had this uniform on, and I was in the desert during a time of war. Mm. And I remember waking up thinking, where did that come from? Well, sure enough, what, 30, 40 years later, <laughs> whatever wow. it was. That's amazing. I am an Army chaplain in the desert during the time of war wearing the exact uniform that was in that dream. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, well, about, simply that's amazing. the Holy Spirit for sure. Yeah. Wow. So, so as a chaplain, a, can you kind of walk us through what a chaplain does well, in the Army? a chaplain's job, first of all, is to be a uh, chaplain is a uh, Advisor to the commander's religious program. Any unit chaplain in, in the commander is in charge of all programs and is in charge of the religious program, which deals with all faith groups. And the chaplain is an advisor to the commander in this, uh, on the morale and, and uh, things like that of the soldiers and the status. And he's chaplain's a staff officer reporting to the commander. And then the chaplain also, according to their particular faith group, like mine being a Catholic priest, I offer Catholic Mass and sacraments for soldiers who are Catholic, but I, I, I'm there for all faith groups, not, you know, certainly for the Catholic realm, but I'm there for Lutherans, uh, Jewish, Muslim, agnostic. So it's it's a wide range of things. And then your duties as a chaplain vary according to the unit you're in. I was mostly in infantry units, and so uh, in combat zones, like in, in Iraq, I was... Uh, uh, with scouts, snipers, and rangers, and infantry, and so I was out on the road all the twenty days a month, and I was one of those guys driving the gun truck you see on TV. That was my job, and I had a bodyguard with me, so it was a busy time. Absolutely, well, that sounds pretty intense, Father Herman mm-hmm. Senior. Very, very intense. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I just thinking about you know the counsel you must have given to some of those soldiers. Oh yeah, there's a lot that goes on. I mean, it's just. Uh, it's amazing, really, and what the soldiers go through and everyone goes through. And, and it is such a unique position as a chaplain to, uh, once you get to, you know, it's good, you get in, you have a good relationship with your commander and how important that is because decisions need to be made where you, know, you need to advise that commander. They're looking for your input. And, and some, sometimes where the chaplain is, can actually take the authority out of the commander's control in extreme situations. Really? Yeah, just for wow. the, and I had that happen one time, and afterwards the commander thanked me because <laughs> he didn't know what else to do. <laughs> what a lot of pressure. Absolutely. It's a, yeah, but, but you know, you pray a lot. And you right, absolutely. A gift too. Yeah, thank God for your faith to be able to witness in that oh, opportunity yeah. for him, yeah. and, uh, especially when he's got a lot of pressing things on his mind. You, you, you're mm. in persona Christi to him, mm-hmm. right, by your very right. ordination. Yep, you and so. It's beautiful. So, Father Dev, or Monsignor, do you have anything else you'd like to add before we wrap it up here? Oh, I just keep remembering all those, and also uh, for people to keep in mind, like now soldiers are home and and uh, families and so on, and how how good the VA system is in this country. You hear a lot of rough stories, and I'm sure there's problems, but uh, I 
most of my doctoring I through the VA uh, system based on Fargo, Grand Forks, and uh, they're just excellent. They've helped me so much and uh, always gracious, and I can't say enough about the VA system. It's it's really does a lot for soldiers and their families. Wonderful. Sure. Well, thank you, Monsignor. We appreciate having you on here. It was awesome, and thank you once again for your service and Mm -hmm. uh, for sharing uh, sharing part of your story with us today. And uh, we like to remember all those that gave their lives and uh, those Mm -hmm. who gave their their life in service, especially to our country. So, thank you. All right. Well, you're most welcome. Thanks for visiting with me. All right. Thanks, Monsignor. All right. God bless. All right. Well, that does it for us this morning, Chris. Already, It was a quick two hours, but there is a show tomorrow, folks, so we don't want to forget about that. Mm -mm. Aaron, can you tell us what's happening tomorrow? Absolutely. We look forward to tomorrow's show. The priestly appointments are in. How are they chosen? Bishop John Fulda will sit down with us to answer that question and others. And Father Timothy Castor of the Diocese of Rapid City will be ready for your questions during our Straight Talk segment from 9.30 to 10 a.m. Give us a call. You got that question on your heart? Definitely he's waiting for you. Then in the second hour, we have Father Tyler Madsen to help us discover how to love more like Jesus and an event coming up in Marvin, South Dakota. We will also have Kevin Lostleben to share about how we are called to help pass on the call of being beloved sons and daughters of God and the call to greatness in the faith. Finally, Brandon Schaefbauer will share some interesting insights on how she got involved with supporting seminarians. All that coming up here on Real Presence Live. All right. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, Chris, it was your first day mm-hmm. being a co-host. How did it go? I thought it went pretty well. I think it went well. I, too. I, I enjoyed it. I know. I've, I I hope it, I'm excited to keep working at it and getting better. And I had a good time, though. It was fun. Well, and that's what I love about Real Presence Live is being able to talk to such a wide variety of people. Oh yeah. From the region. Oh yeah. You know? And I'm originally from Rapid City. You're originally from North Dakota. And yeah. so we still get to hear what everybody's up to. Yeah. That's the cool part about <laughs> it. You know, and I got to talk to two people I knew today and yeah. then added Monsignor there and uh, Mr. Uh, Hilfer from uh, International Falls. And so it was a great show. Yeah. Overall, very good show. Well, and if you wanted to tune in and listen to uh, the show that we had today, it's it will be available later today on yourcatholicradiostation.com. And you can also look at our app um, and download the app, and you can find it on the app also. So, Chris, do you want to leave us with a prayer? Absolutely. Since we started with a prayer and you let us, do you want to... Let's close it up. Let's go. All right. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Jesus, our Lord, our God, our Redeemer, we just thank you for all the gifts and blessings you bestow upon us. Lord, we just thank you, and we praise you, and we just continue to ask for your blessing upon this radio station, upon all those who listen, and upon all those who work there. And we just continue your mission of evangelization to the world. In your name we pray, through the intercession of our mother. Amen. Amen. This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. 
Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Central, the encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10, and the encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through our Facebook page, Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real Presence Radio Network.